0: Hello everyone, welcome to Animation Nation, I am your host Prime Time here Here with the latest news on animation and pop culture Um, hopefully everyone's having a wonderful day no matter where around the world Um, today we're gonna do something a little bit different A little bit different Why am I at? Well, because Luckily, I'm gonna do at least two reviews today Or at least, so right now I'm gonna do two reviews today So because one will be one will be right now and one will be later. So um right now I'm gonna do the review for the Owl House season finale series finale because I just watched it on Tuesday. So without any further ado, I want to give my thoughts and opinions on the um on the last three episodes of the owl house. Yeah. That's right. I watched all three all three of the last episodes of the of the owl house right on Disney Plus. And boy, it was, boy, boy. It was a. Where do I? Where do I really start with the, with the review of the Owl House? Where do I start? Um, the first episode was, uh, for what I see, what they're trying to do was that they're going, like they're trying to do, like you know, pace by pace from each episode from the from the last from the uh, season three. The first one obviously starts out where you know, loose in the gang. You know they're living; they're getting comfortable living the lives of on Earth ever since they escape from Bellows and the Collector. And you know they're you know the whole episode is basically just character development for these characters, and they did a good job with it. So they, so the writers want to make sure that you guys want to be like in depth with these characters once the once the finale comes through. And you, know, and, you know, I like to see where characters, mostly characters, friends with the main characters or allies, kind of like an episode just to get together, you know, just hang out, do some shopping, clothes, play games, all that sort of stuff. Instead of just, like, going on adventures all the time to feed evil and, and stuff. But it's, it's sometimes you like one of those episodes just to get, like, the gang, go out to E, go to the library, amusement park, Roller coasters, all that sort of stuff, and this was a good episode. Honestly, I like this one, and kind of gives development more to these two, Luce and her friends. Like, like the way how the the um uh, the awareness of Bellows maybe just got into the human world, and um and Hunter just worried about he might get a um that he might transform into bellows because of his uh, attachment to him and he's on the edge all the time and trying to hide the scars that he has from bellows at the same time uh, um, things go past and they're all trying to figure out ways of how to get how to open the portal and at the same time loose doesn't want um. Her friends to go back because she feels as if that they're that they're comfortable being here in the uh, human world, obviously in our world, so to speak. And she knows that at the same time she knows that she quite can't do that because that's their home. And I kind of like this sort of development on the side, and like how her mom Camila likes to uh, likes to. Uh, invest what she's going on with her video chats on her laptop it kind of gives him more of an in-depth subplot of what's going on with there and it's interesting how it all comes through and you know you have everything that kind of worries about th- these characters you have not just only hunter and Luce, you also have uh, augustus worried about his dad in in his world i mean in their world you have obviously a yeah, willow too worried about her or about her fathers as well as um, as well as uh, um, Amity too worried about um, and her father as well and other, other classmates who've been affected during this whole this whole conundrum with the events of the uh, collector and so um, there's also an interesting subplot I like where um they get to uh, oh yeah, and the shape shifting um the shape shifting creature. I forgot the name, ni- what I forgot the name of the shape shifting creature. Cri- the uh, shape shifting creature. I forgot what's the name of that, but I just called the shape shifter. So what happened was was that the episode kind of has an interesting plot where it has at least connections or lore behind the town between Bellows and his and his journey. And has this sort of lore like, oh, well, he never returns because his brother attacked by witches and whatnot. He gives some sort of depth and has some sort of, like, development for Hunter. As well as for Bellows. So for the reasons why Bellows wants to protect humanity from witches and something happened to his brother. Obviously, for those of you who don't know, from what I saw from the, um, uh, from the episode... It hit them towards that, um, and from the connections from previous episodes, Hunter is sort of like a clone of Bellows, his brother. Ever since he got attacked by witches. And. And he gets some sort of depth and burden that, you know, um, Hunter is just a clone, but. He could be more than just a a clone copy of the Emperor's brother. And this kind of gives a sort of a shade towards him. And I like the end of it where he, um, uh, where he, like, where he kind of overcomes that while Belos is taking over his body and tries to throw away the uh, Titan's blood to make the portal activate. It's, it's, so, things like that is very awesome. The animation towards that fighting scene is great. And the development is just so, so amazing for that. Especially the times where they, you know, they were just shopping and changing clothes all the time. And, the, you know, there's scenes where, like, they're just seeing as a, just seeing as costumes, you know. And, obviously, Lucy is just seeing as her um, favorite character from one of her books that she's been reading. And i like to see how, um, one thing that kind of got me... Personally was Camila's side of her story. What I mean by that was uh, in the episode you see her reflecting on her past with Luz. While Luz as a kid she was entirely different, you know. He's on she's un- an odd character or on un- an odd kid. You know, she basically interact with um with uh, carcasses um yeah some carcasses sorry about that in the background uh what else um uh, what's it what's it called oh what's what's the other word called it's it's the one it's a technique where you stuff dead animals into statues i forgot forgot what's it called it's not pyrotechnics it's just for explosives. Um, I forgot the name of it. It was on Timonmatton. But she likes to do that for some reason. Combining other animal parts together. Um, and she also... Times where she goes on a school play. That was the beginning... That's the beginning of the first episode. Where she um, pretends she's a princess. Stabs herself and releases a bunch of guts of animal parts. Out of her. And... Uh, and... She has... And, you know, she has... Um, confront And Camila... Camila, Lucy's mom, had a confrontation with her principal and then concerns about her well being and why she doesn't have friends. And one thing that kinda got me sorta got me was that the principal mentions how like you don't want to have losing like you who who um uh, who like dropped out and not achieving anywhere else. It kind of got me because, like, it because for me, um, obviously, for the first off, I did not drop, I did not drop out of high school. I completed high school with a diploma, all this sort of stuff. It got me because it's similar because of how, you know, me. I dropped out of the college because it was overwhelming and it was too much for me to handle. The classes were complicated. The tests were very hard. And, you know, they expect you to read all this sort of stuff in one day. And for me, all I want to do was just animation. That's all I ever wanted. And none of the colleges I have near my area where I am, even the universities, they don't have animation. And, you know, for me, having this sort of, like, burden of me being known as just the college dropout, kind of has a effect toll on me because all that sort of st- all that sort of stuff but and I feel the pain of what what Camila was was going through because she she tried her best to make loose the best thing she had in her childhood and despite her being like dropped out of high school from what I heard from the principal um has a burden of her as well as moving next to the hospital where her where the their, her husband passed away. Um I and I get that honestly. I get I get where she's coming from and it's just you know mostly heartbreaking for her to know that carrying this burden. But at the end of the day she's a mother. She doesn't care what other people think. She'll just go through and just do whatever the fuck her, do whatever the fuck she thinks is best for loose. You know, the same goes for my mom where, like, you know, I was an odd kid and at the time, but even though, that's, even though that, that stuff happens, you know, my mom was willing to, like, go through the efforts of me being the best if I can to achieve my goals in life and all that sort of stuff. And that's how I feel for Camila and said a story of her her past and you know right now you know i'm doing great i'm i'm in a i'm in a private school that teaches me everything about animation i heard they heard the programs of like me going to inter- internships for different studios and I, which i love and i'm glad i'm and believe that i'm where i'm going to this school this private school i'm glad i'm able to like uh grow and blossom to what my to what my careers and my ambitions prosper, and I grew, and throughout those years I grow as a person. Going to the school instead of college, honestly, I know it's ranting about myself, but this is what I felt when I saw that scene. And you know, it's up to you guys. You guys want to go? You guys want to go to college? Go ahead. Just a quick round here. You guys want to go to college? That's up to you. But it all depends on your career. If. If your career requires to college, that's good. If college is optional, that is up to you, okay? The way you see it. Okay, there's other things out there. There's trade schools, vocational schools, military, I guess, and other forms of internships, honestly. It's all up to you. You make your own path, and you chose what the right thing to do in life, honestly. And, you know, despite what she's made through all this stuff, she understands what she was best for Luce, despite her predicaments of the past. And I'm glad they had to- those touching moments, honestly. And I feel for that honestly. I, feel, I really feel for that. Other than that, um, I'm really, really happy that, sh- that Camila was able to like, come along with Luce's journey, while she has like a red baseball bat. And she just, whoa, she, she was able to like go through many obstacles in her journey despite the fact that uh, in the next episode something might happen. And afterwards they defeated, well not Billy defeated Bellows, but survived the, um, the pressure from Hunter. And it was able to create the portal and just went inside. And the way she confronted Luce of her decision of keeping her friends in the human world forever the thing is it's not up to her honestly it's up to her friends obviously and obviously and and I understand that that they had a good time in her world but she knows that they have friends and family members who who are in a huge predicament in their world and and she knows that they have to do something about it it was a good episode, honestly. I really liked it. I really liked this episode. It was, a, it was an amazing episode. As well as the chemistry between, between Luce and her mom was very good. Very, very good. As well as her friends, it was a good episode. And obviously, the, and obviously, we move on to the next episode where they actually get inside the portal. And experience what the hell's going on. It was a good episode overall... To make some build up of what's going on... To get people up to speed... Where... Where the Collector... And... Um, and King... Were playing... Quote unquote Al House... Which, which is a form of... Reenacting Lucy's adventures... And they pretend to be like... In Lucy's adventures where... The scene where they get, in, they get inside... Where the team... We're inside a village and everyone's turned into puppets. And the collector has the ability to turn people into puppets. And he is able to command those puppets. And so it's like he's the master of these puppets. Ha 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 ha. Nice pun right there, Master Puppets. Anyways. Um and he was able to reenact on one of Lucy's adventures like you know, saving the day from a monster from these citizens and where the Collector and King arrive in the village and able to stop them. Interesting way to, dis- to distract the Collector from doing anything heinous stuff. And the way how um, loose sort of like um, like... tries to get King's attention is interesting. While they're doing this sort of stuff, at the same time they were able to like go back to their house. Their house, yeah, they were able to go to their house, introduce Camila to the owl house, quote unquote, and um, all the, all of it was destroyed, abandoned, not destroyed but like vandalized, abandoned. All the furniture was gone; hardly anything was there. For me, it was like wow, wow. After everything they build up through this season, they, everything is just disappeared. And, you know, Luce was reminiscing all the memories she had with Ida and King throughout this journey and all everything was all gone within the Owl House. And, you know, also Ida is, is dealing with her own situations where she, where at times where, um, where King goes into the, the collector's palace, it's like a floating palace. And when he puts um, the collector to rest, and reads a huge ass story, literally, to make him go to sleep, he goes to an he goes to like an area where they keep the mas- to keep the puppets. Well, um, well, um, uh, um, well, Emily's um, ex mother, the the thickest one, I'm just saying, um, was in charge of keeping the puppets in check. And obviously not being turned into one of the puppets. And whenever he goes there, he checks up on Ida. Because she pretends that she's a puppet. But not, and she wants to, you know, talk to King on what's going on. At the same time, go to like a little hiding place. Where they discuss plans of how to get rid of the collector. Now, during this was happening... Obviously, Bellos is looking for a place, or at least a body, to take over. You know, this design looks pretty awesome, pretty metal. Like the corpse slowly drips down upon him, and he's looking for a body to to, to host. And he tried many clones, but they did not work, and they weren't able to be fabric, would be functioned. All got rotten. And it goes. It is interesting how he managed to take over um Ah oh, I forgot his name. I forgot I don't know I forgot the name of Ida's love Rain was it? Rain Rain? I call him I'll call him Rain. I think it was Rain. Where he takes over Rain's body and Bellows becomes Rain as Rain is in puppet form. That one was very creepy and obviously it's very emotional with Ida seeing rain being over by bellows and he was to really convinced the collector to see if in the disguise if king does not have a plan to destroy him the way how they how we how Ida king and Lilith come up with the plan is interesting how the collector was a being from other beings and he was too Child childish to hang over these beings and so they punish them by the by the titan for being foolish and so he sent the collector um down to you know down to the boy in lions as a punishment and not being released and obviously the Titan died and he's in the embodiment inside of the world and so the thing is is that King could defeat the collector. the collector cannot do anything to King because he's weaked by um weaked by um uh, by king's heritage as a titan and the way how how that is interesting for the lore wise and after this, you know the collector was seeing everything through his magic what's going on. And he felt betrayed. And then. Bellows Opens up saying. Hey. um, You know the. You know the Luce. The human girl. Um. Yeah. She's here as well. With her friends. And that gives him. That gives him very. Very fucking pissed. And so. During when that happened. Or after that happened. Luce and the others. Went to their. Their academy. Obviously. And everything. Everything was. Was going to nuts. Because. All the adults are turned to puppets. Obviously, the principal for the flashbacks was so fucking wholesome, so amazing. The dude, this this dude this dude went from, like, a, this dude went from, like, yeah, a mediocre principal to a badass principal. I would love to have that principal being de- dedicated to his students. That is an amazing fucking principal they had. Woo-hoo-hoo with that principal, man. That principal is amazing. Damn. But other than that, The adults are gone, and the students are in charge. And what's left is just the the people who are in charge. And let me tell you something. The only character I hate out of all the, the people from the Owl House was, what's her face? Um... Um... Bosha. Was it Bosha? Yeah, it was Bosha, The three-eyed, the three-eyed girl. Yes, the, the three-eyed athletic girl, Bosha. She is the pain in the ass for me and for everyone else. I'm like, get that little shit out of here. I do not like her. I wanna fucking kick her ass if I see her around. Legit. Like, if I see you around being a brunetti bitch and keep watching, you know, watching Amity to be back and have the gang all together with her with her team, get the fuck out of here. She changed. She wasn't the, the, the Amity she was because, you know, she was being a little naggy bitch. Oh, yeah, and also, um, I also featured, uh, um, Amity's twin, um, twin siblings. And they were doing all right. So what happened was after she was being a little naggy bitch, Bosha, they discovered that one of Belos' old henchmen, I forgot her name, but has one eye was developed to to has intendment to be in charge of the whole Boeing Isles and still has the resentment of, of Belos' rules. So she wants to be in charge of she wants to be in charge of the land while still implementing Belos' rules. Okay. okay. Right. okay. Right. Sorry about that. Um, just checking up on me um, for if I need anything. Uh, also for another quick thing, update on my leg. Uh, I'm doing good so far. Um, so far, no pain. I'm able to bend it slightly. The doctor says I'm able to, um, uh, to at least get like around 30 degree angle. On my leg, to just to bend it around the, that region, and then the last time I went to, I've been recently going with the physical therapist. They recommend me. I was able to do very well, I was able to like at least slightly walk again, slowly but not really fully. And according to what my physical therapist says, that I'm able to at least like bend more than just 30. I'm able to do 40 degree angle bend. If that makes sense. I'm also got a new brace. I mean, this has like a little dial so I could like change the braces to where I could bend it and whatnot, but still be in place. So I'm doing good so far. I'm still able to heal recovery. I got like seven months left of recovery. Now we passed the eighth one. So I still keep chugging along. So yeah. So other than that little update, um, so back to the back where we started. So yeah, the little, the little henchman for bellows Plans to implement all the rules for, for battles if she wants to be in charge. And so she had the students be, be making her a giant robot for her to be in charge. And she was able to like clamber down Luz and her friends. And now in the middle of the predicament where they're inside of a hole. Um, Luz... Well, I forgot to mention this. Luce also has her egg, which gives her her talisman for the previous episode, or help ago. She still has that egg, And soon that egg slowly hatched and made this sort of sort of glowing aura that we don't know what it is as of right now. And so once she was fighting the little minion, she was able to unleash her fury on that on that fucking robot like hell yeah you finally got your fucking talisman and also this is a time where um, Hunter um, the previous episode he lost his talisman he almost died by the way Hunter almost died until his little red robin talisman sacrificed itself and to heal Hunter and now Hunter has the talisman's powers I thought it was pretty awesome honestly to have that I know it's sad but hey, it's, for me it's a worth sacrifice I like that. But other than that, um, so Hunter discovered that he has his talisman's powers by himself after a sacrificial. Luce finally has her talisman being hatched and able to use it with like blast radius, a pew, 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 and all that sort of stuff. And so once that happened, um, they went to the Emperor. We went, not the Emperor, but they went to a. Um, 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 uh, so they, as this was happening, Emperor Bellows, who is Rain by the way, in the skies, was able to convince um, the Collector to, to obviously to spy on them. And he's watching all this unfold. And so once that happened, you know, Luke and the others were able to like, go to the, the giant skull where the Titan was and make this spell to teleport themselves to the top of the palace. Once they made it on top of the palace it is revealed that Luce East Hill Talisman is some sort of shape-shifting snake cat creature which is interesting to say the least. And I was like okay that's pretty cool. You know a simple creature that could shape-shift and stuff. It It also is a good representation of Luce who she could be whatever the fuck she wants honestly. It does not care who she is. And to everyone else's. They all have their own talisman. Talismans or whatever. And. She could be where the fuck she was in the shifter or whatever. And he sort of represents of loose Of what she is. And. Once all that is in full. Able to be on top of the tower. Um. She. was able to meet with. Um. Uh, with Ida. And King. Uh. Once. And once that happened. The episode ends with the collector. Came in. And made all them into pal- into puppets. Except for Lucid Eda. He had like special plans for them. And he just wanted to make them as a distraction. I thought this episode was an interesting way to like. Build up the tensions of what's going on. And let us know. A full to at least know what's going on within the world of the Owl House, or at least the world of the Boiling Isles, It's a good digestive way to to see what has going on. A episode dedicated to most of the changes throughout the land, honestly, and it's a it's a good way to think of it. Also, I like to mention also as well that um, for some reason, Bosha convinced Willow that she is nothing, and so with her powers to other friends, and so this convinced her to, like, go apeshit ape and can't control powers with her emotions. I, I like Willow, she's, like, a good character. I like her a lot, honestly. And I really like her character development and her style, honestly, and it's, it's, it's a, she's a good character. And Hunter was able to convince her to, like, hey, everything's okay, you're the best captain we ever had so far and obviously i was either fucking ship factor or the fan service for those two going up to 11 while augustus my boy still convincing little that you know you come back to us you know you're the one who um who got me back after i escaped from home and whatever and whatnot you know you're the only friend i had that we met during the academy or at least before the academy awesome that's awesome Good development, good thing honestly. And it's a way to give characters more development as it should be, honestly. And also let Camila know what's what's been going on and to see the world of Luce and the way she sees around boiling Isles. and it's interesting to know. Now on to the last one, the last episode of him that Almost everything off Luz, Ida, and And King as well as the rest of her friends Were in a, some type of daydream Where They're facing against their challenges Their flaws and everything else Obviously Lucy facing against her friends Because they, they betrayed her Because she was the one who released The Collector And gave her the Light Spell or gave, he, She gave the Collector the Light Spell To free him and so, through this spell, she felt through this sleep sequence, she felt betrayed. And for me, I didn't know what was going on until Luz discovered that. Hey, wait a second, this is a dream. You guys can't fucking hurt me. And so she uses the light spell to wake herself up as well as her friends up. Not for friends. Well, yeah, also her friends up as well. With Ida and King, well, well, Ida, well, um, Amity and her and the team were also puppets, but they were puppets. But apparently, uh, for some reason, Amity has the ability to like at least slightly like make this sort of like make the symbol of the light spell with her finger as she's still in puppet in puppet mode. And once they woken up, Ida, Luce and King. ...they face the Collector. The Collector... ...just has to play games with them. A child-like games like playing Jenga, building blocks... ...marbles, all that sort of... ...all sort of stuff is what a kid would normally play, honestly. Not in today's day and age... ...but at least the ones that at least we remember back then. Just saying, alright? But... ...after those trials, they were able to like at least defeat the Collector and his games... And obviously they had a moment where collector, the collector, obviously you haven't noticed at this point, is basically a child with magic. And he felt sad because, you know, he didn't have any friends to play with. And he felt betrayed and he tells all his backstory of all all the collectors and the people I play with. They just shunned me and they trapped me here with, by the Titan forever because I was obnoxious. All I want to do is to play. And so Luz convinces him to, like, he understands what he's going through. And what she made a deal, or at least not deal, but she convinced the collector to, like, hey, I'll show you around so you can have, so I could so you can know how it means to, to, you know, play with others, honestly. And so she uses the photos, at least her memories, to have the collector go to the places that she goes during her journey of the Boiling Isles. While this was happening, Emperor Belos, with the form of rain, goes deep inside his original palace and has the plan to go inside the Titan's heart. And so, with the force with the force of rain, he's rain's trying to fight back. Bellows inside, inside, inside. Well, well, using the uh, the violin, and tries to like um, defeat Bellows. Obviously, Bellows got out of Rain's body, and was able to like at least get inside the uh, the heart of the Titan. Once all that was happening, you know. Um, um, Luce and her friends I mean Lucy's friends Like Amity, Augustus, Willow and Hunter They all try to help everyone else Who are puppets To be free Because they're inside the puppet palace Now This shit hits the fan The giant the giant carcass of the Titan way we we re- reawakens re- re- and bellows is able to take full control of it becoming this undead unholy Titan sort of thing with horns as his essence slowly affecting the world around them like like a fungus it is badass it is amazing how. It gives you like this sense of fear that oh no I don't want to touch that, and so Luce and her friends, including the collector, notice this. They all been frightened, and so the collector goes, and "Is like you know what? I'm gonna try stopping it. Don't worry." He goes there and gives the giant Alice Titan bellows a hug on the snout, like, "Hey, don't worry. He just needs he just needs friendship." Obviously, that shit didn't work for him. He just get blasted. And she's about to go for the blast from Bellows. Louis with her talisman, protects the collector. However, she noticed from the Emperor, from Bellows' essence or fungus, whatever, she gets infected. And we get them the most emotional part where she slowly succumbed to the fungus or whatever you call it, the infection, and slowly cripples away. And necessarily she dies and turns herself into a balls of light. This gave the most emotional thing that happened ever since amphibia. And so this leave the collector, King and, and Ida indestruct. And so King and Ida were like, okay, fuck this. this gave me pissed even more and more and more. And so they decided to like, you know, what, we're gonna kick his ass. So so Ida so, you know, went beast mode with her harpy, harpy ability, and you know, while King goes to beast mode with his ability to roar, and tries to defeat Bellows. While this is happening, Bellows attacks the palace with his blast and is about to destroy the palace where Lucy and her friends are at. And so the collector came in and tries to save them with his strings. And while all this was happening, Lucy's light slowly goes drifting throughout the parts of, of the land. And there's this one scene where Lucy's light goes past through her friends. And we see her mother, obviously her mother, turns to a puppet. And, that, and she just cries. The puppet herself just cries out. And like, oh my God, that is very emotional as a parent to see you. knowing that your, your um, you know, your, your uh, kids, you know, passed away and such. And you know, it's very emotional to think about honestly. And you know, it's I, I feel for anyone else who went through that sort of stuff as a parent. And I'm very sorry if you went through this sort of trauma and all that sort of stuff. And with, you know, with that aside. Now for, for some reason Luz Liz, The lights that Luz summons Went on and was summoned by Apparently the titan Who was inside the world After all And he brought Luz Back to life inside this sort of Liquid stuff underneath the boiling aisles. and he wants to Convince Luz that hey uh, Bellows is controlling my body So I want you To get to at least take all of my fucking spells, all of my magic, however, it's all limited by the way, use it to destroy to destroy that fucking piece of shit. And Luce's like, alright, I'll do it. But at the same time, he's like, oh no, Luce was like, can you please tell me what you want to say to your son, King? And so he whispers to her, and then we'll get talked about that later, but it was very, very interesting to see. And so Luce came back up looking like a badass she has this purple darkish clothes with like with like black eyes with like a few ovaries like no ovaries um those like lenses so has like yellow all skeletalized from her hands to her feet i was like holy shit. this is gonna be a badass fight and so loose was like just sh- like blasting me like pew 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 take that you fucking bitch. It was like fucking blasting all over the place. Like she was like going back and forth, lightning speed, shoot blasts from her fucking talisman and all that sort of shit. Like, whoa, this is fucking badass. At the same time, she, Ida, and King go up to space, witnessing this whole thing. And so they are thinking what can destroy bellows? Simple enough. Magic comes from the heart of way how they interpret. So they wait inside, meteor strike down into the core, and go to the heart of bellows. At least Titan. Now, everything was going badass. Now we get to this beautiful moment, or at least the redemption moment, where loose. All right. While this is going on, um, their friends are, are safe and sound from the collector, as the collector is being slowly becoming succumbed to the uh, of infection or fungus, whatever you call it. I just call it fungus, just a simple, just for something simple. And they're like protecting the, the puppets and the people who are there. And so, other than that, Luce and the crew made inside the core, and they saw Emperor Bellows. Well, Rain is slowly, like, defending himself from the, from the fungus, and, you know, and Rain and, you know, get to, like, you know, a little romantic moment with one another, until they went back to reality and decided to destroy this thing by loose, Literally went up to the fucking, to the fucking heart, Grabs the corpse where it's connected to the heart and she's like I am loose. I was born here. I'm the human I'm gonna fucking rip this shit out of your fucking heart and make you feel fucking decommissioned bitch With all her magic that she has limited Take out bellows from the heart and I was able to regain really consciousness from all from the worlds Beautiful animation. I've, I found the person who did it over on online on Twitter Amazing amazing just amazing it was amazing part, honestly, It's like, boom! Everything went back to s- kinda normal, but no more no more infections, no more nothing, and they all, like, we re- come to consciousness, so to speak. Everything went back to normal, at least, except for a few destructions here and there, and all that sort of stuff, but no more infection, no more fungus. It was amazing. Once that was happening, everything starts to rain, and Bellows with Luce next to her. He was like, like Luce, you saved me from you saved me from the from the curse I had so far. Look, I could re, I could help you with rebuilding all that sort of stuff. Please, give me a second chance. And Luce was like, no, motherfucker, I'm not having that. As the range up slowly drips acid on the dude, he's like, no, stop! Help me you fucking bitch! You have the ability to fucking save me. You can't defeat me. We're humans, and fucking news was like, I'm a human, but my friends they're not. So yeah, you could just kill kill his fucking ass already. And so they, and so, and so, either King and Rain just curb stomped his fucking face. I would have loved to see fucking blood gushing from it, but it's Disney Disney be like, nah nah, we can't show that shit. So. They curb stout him in the symbol that he, he's dead, he's destroyed, the fucker's dead, he's no human, he's just a demon. Kill him. And that's what I like. I like seeing animated shows like this Than nowadays. Where like, you have a villain, it's a villain. At the same time, what they do is that, oh, this villain's just misunderstood. You know And we're gonna convince this villain To become good again You know That stuff is good But I see too much of that nowadays And it's a good thing I actually have an actual fucking villain That actually needs to be killed I Swear to god I want those types of villains Where they just evil to the fucking core Alright No more of this Turning fucking Steven Universe shit Alright I like Steven Universe It's just that I don't like the way how I'm Like oh It's just a villain Oh he turns fucking good You know for me it's like Whatever, but at least can we have like at least a fucking villain that's actually be fucking evil that needs to be fucking destroyed? Alright. And this was what I like to see. There you go. That's what I call a villain being killed. So, other than that, everyone rejoiced. Luz told King what his father told him. He's like, I loaf you, which is basically a, a funny. Sort of a quirky joke, like, oh, loaf uh, of bread, whatever. And everything slowly went back to normal. People being free from the puppet form, thanks to the spell. Um, what else? Everyone get reunited with each other. And, you know, things went back to normal as usual. I don't know what happened to the collector. He felt okay, but they didn't show him much of what happened to him, for what I know. And so years went by. Luz grows up, and she's gonna move away to college back in her human world. And so Luz was like, "I'm gonna go to college, Mama. No te preocupes. Voy a ir colegio." And so, with that in mind, Camila was able to contact the demon realm to throw a go away party. And so everyone was there. Ida was in charge of the school academy. Hooray. Um. Um, Emily's father was able to rebuild some sort of stuff for the, team, for the people. You know, Hunter and, and Willow were able to go around and have their team sportsmanship and whatnot. Uh, Augustus finally, finally reunites with his dad. Horror fucking Ray. That dude deserves more. Good job, my boy. And you know, I always wondered where it happened to the mom of of um of Amity's or Amity's ex-mom, what would they called her. And the twins. Didn't see them much during the end. I don't know what the fuck what they what they did so far. But overall, uh, Amity was able to went to adventures with her dad and sort of stuff, still being couple with Luce. The moment that Luce was surprised and went inside to the portal to the Demon World. The little moment where, you know, where Amity hugs Luz and she, she starts kissing kissing Luz. It was a little bit of whole, a little bit of wholesome moment right there. And it was amazing. And people were waving their final goodbye. As Luz went to college. Once all that was good and done, the, the episode ends where that thing was shooting stars were happening. And Luz like, hey, let's say, everyone say goodbye. And they all say bye. And... It was a sort of bye meant towards the, the viewers saying, thank you for, for watching the old house. Goodbye, enjoy your stay, at least, so to speak. And that's the episode's end, With Luz going to college, at least, or at least the bye thing. At the same time, Luz doesn't really have her powers anymore and she uses it all up, but she still has her talisman, you know, her little creature thought the episode so like okay whatever it's good trade off enough already but you know she can't be all that problem all the time so you get some limitations so this was a awesome episode great finale i love it everything was wrapped up very fucking well it was those finales i never get to witness and this one's the best one i've seen so far Best finale. I loved it so far. It was amazing. 9 out of 10 for me, honestly. Why 9 out of 10? There were a few things. You know, I thought the pacing was a little bit rushed. So to speak. But it was able to make that up for this impact camera shots. The fucking animation made it up. The tensions of it was great. It made it all up, honestly. And it gave a 9 out of 10 for me to at least give it in more respectable way how the Owl House was treated by Disney where like where their, nan, where, um, not their Diana Terrace was like Disney why won't you give me more episodes Disney be like um you see um your show does not follow the Disney brand so we're not gonna give you more episodes to this day I'm still thinking gee you know what is the Disney brand what is it? Can't quite put my finger on it. What is the Disney brand? What, what defines the Disney brand in general? What is it? What's the Disney brand? I still don't get to this day. What it the fuck is the Disney brand that does not match with the Owl House? I, I will never know. Maybe you guys know, maybe the executives know, but what is the Disney brand? Hmm? What is it? Kid friendly? Movies? Stories? Hmm? Family? What is it? Hmm? What makes the all-house not compete with, with the other Disney brands, huh? 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 Hmm? Hmm? So waiting for it! Come on! Disney! So waiting for the Disney brand? What is the Disney brand? Tell me! Tell me! I need to know! Other than that, great episode amazing finale loved it and you know i want to say good job to the animators and diana for for making this finale a great hit honestly and i'm sorry if i was lacking through the few weeks so far i didn't have much time but tuesday i was able to like till like, i watch the finale all three episodes luckily the episodes were able to like aired the week after the finale honestly on disney plus so, like okay i'll just Tuesday, I had the time. Like, oh, you know, what? I'll just pop out Disney Plus and just watch the three episodes. Amazing, loved it. Had snacks on the side, did a quick fucking bathroom break in like the third episode, the beginning of it, and so it was a great send off to the owl house and everyone else, honestly. And and you know, it was it was great. It was really really great. Um hopefully it wasn't really short lived. But it was a good well ride right for what it is for a story of the all house, honestly. And Luce was able grow as a character, she learned her powers, goes to college, has a girlfriend, made friends, family, well friends technically I guess he called them as family, I guess. And saves the day. And the interesting way I say about the ending or at least what the Owl House tries to... have this formula is where... Here's what I'm trying to say. The concept of... Bellows... Wanting to save humanity from... Witches. Or from this realm. The concept of that. That... You wanted to commit some sort of genocide or at least a group of people with wild magic or else anything else these sort of like beings from another realm. From your own to save humanity. At the same time you don't have any idea how few of them are innocent. And the most dick move play I ever seen. Not to mention the way how um, his integrity secretly was what happens to his brother. He was murdered at least least like onslaught by witches. And he has some sort of hatred to witches as a whole. And it gives him a great burden on that sort of stuff. You know, at the same time, that thing brings you hate. And you have someone changing into your heart, do you want to commit at least a mass murder on everyone else because what happened? And I'm pretty sure the scene where he was trying to get inside his um another body, he he saw reflections of his older brother. I mean well his brother, his ghost figure shunning him it was like, You know you're you know you're doing this wrong, right? and Bill's like he's just ignoring was like you shut up I know what I'm doing and his brother's like no you're not you're doing this me you're not doing it for my sake you're you're about to kill a lot of these beings who have at least hardly anything harm to the human realm or at least have any contact with the human realm all that sort of stuff leave them alone and that kind of baffles me a lot you know, still baffles me about that sort of thing and willing to do its own efforts to protect humanity is just very extreme and hardly a very, very negative to do, honestly. But, you know, it's an interesting concept, but I think he executed quite well with Bellos and his influence on protecting humanity, Quantico, which secretly he hates, which is because of what he did to his brother. I don't blame the man... But at the same time... His intentions were extreme... So I also say... Partially blame the man... Honestly... He's a genocidal maniac... And can't believe... How they teach that shit... In Lucy's school... Well... well, Lucy's like... He's not... He's not a... He's not some... Well being... He's an asshole... Hence towards the... uh, America... I'm just saying... I'm just saying... (laughs) tends sort. sometimes where in history where people more perceived to be less like you know some well gentle beings or gentle people in history where it turns out and secretly with other parts of history they're not all rainbows and sunshines so to speak you know obvious example of what people are saying is with Christopher Columbus you know Controversy aside, I just want to throw it out there what people are made for with him or whatever he does during the um, during when he went to the Americas. Few these examples is where people want to question this history of what they did and what it means to be right or wrong. But other than that, I'm glad the old House ended like this, like this, honestly. And it was a short, fun ride. And if anyone was, and I would recommend people watch The Old House. Because I believe it's a good show to digest and get into. And gives, gives you engaged. A lot of engagement. And for me, it, it comes times where it feels tiring. Like I had to watch this episode. I had to watch this episode. I had to watch this episode. It was just dragged For me, it was a drag. To like, you know, these episodes are important. Because it tells a lot more of the story, and all you had to get get into that sort of stuff, you know, it's kind of like slow pace to digest, but you just had to like chug through and get used to, it, honestly. And it's a good, with a great, amazing finale, and con- I mean conclusion, to it, and it all and everything else they've done. So, congrats to the people of the Owl House who made this sort of show. Congrats to Dan, Dan Diana Terrace. And like, search who were involved as well. You guys did an amazing job. And I'm glad it had a great and impactful finale, honestly. It was great. I loved it. I really loved it. The way I was able to convince myself to watch it is that where it was on Tuesday, I came back from like, from the doctor, you know, checked my checked up on my leg so far, doing good so far. Cut the go to, oh, yeah, you came able to bend this slightly, you know, and, um, Went to the gas station, got myself chips and drinks and I'm just sitting there like, you know what? You're like, you know what? Screw this. I'm not gonna watch the last episode of the L- House. Screw it. Just put it on there, let's get this over with on the Z Plus. Worth it. Amazing. Made my day. And then after that you get some sort of show hold. <laughs> but you know, there's other good content out there to fill that gap. But overall, good series recommend it and you'll never you'll never go without even more hype honestly than this it's an amazing finale and I can't tell more to you guys much more than this just just so far so for my for my opinions on the old house for what I at least give it you know 9 out of 10 great great show great stuff loved it glad it has a conclusion finale and you know, I kind of want to see this too. This is kind of ties with the Owl House too. I like this. I also see a lot of surgeons, especially on the Disney Channel. It was mostly on the Disney Channel, honestly. A lot of these surgeons of like like strong, independent women as the main characters with Luz, With Luce Norsida. Um, Anne Bokchu. Uh, Molly McGee. Then, then there's the other show, uh, what's it called, Moon Girl, Moon Girl Dinosaur, well, that was, I heard that one's pretty good, I'll watch a few episodes from that, eventually, but I had good visuals by the way, she looks pretty good on that, you know, it's a good way, honestly, and I would like to see more of that sort of stuff with Good Subway, with strong female characters in charge of their show, I would say with those shows, at least as far as I know from Moon Girl, those are at least I have to say the right way to have a strong independent female protagonist, honestly. I would say those are the right way to do so if you want to make a show like that. I really recommend to study them, honestly. And you know, this is coming from a, this is coming from a, you know, me coming from like at least a way, also Star Wars The Force of Evil. Forgot to mention Star Wars The Force of Evil as well. I know people still hate Star Wars because of the finale. I understand that, but I'm okay with the. Well, how kind of Slutty goad, Even though it's sort of complicated, but still. Good. Good that it is. At least try to, like, recommend it and just not be like the black sheep. I see. Because I really like. I really like Star Versus. It's a good show. Sure, the impactful of Star and Marco did not kiss, but for me, it's good for me to satisfy it even though they've been shipped for a couple of times. But still, worth the watch and worth the wait, honestly. And I want to see kind of more of those, those, those sort of stuff, honestly. And just coming from the guy who, like, watches, you know, watches uh, Adventure Time, regular show, Steven, Steven Universe. Hmm. Um... gumball and other other types of shows that um that um you know had like male protagonists and sort of stuff i know regular shows not a not quite a story driven show but still a fun show other way for like as adults you know especially with the whole uh um, home in space segments they went through but still overall good show good show jolly good show with a little pops impression but yeah All that sort of stuff, you know? Good refresher, good stuff, and, uh, Hopefully, a lot of the stuff goes through. And also, another thing I want to say was that, um... The moment when, at, like, two days after the Owl House... Was over... Fucking Diana... Tweeted that she actually saw Lackadaisy. For those who don't know, I really hope you guys really know this. Lackadaisy is a 2006 comic... About, like... Cats, anthropomorphic cats, in the speak in the 1920s, during prohibition. And glowing ass comic book, they just made a pilot a few weeks ago. Amazing. Loved it. I like it. And I'm really glad Diane, Diana was supporting independent animation and all that sort of stuff. And we don't want to see those types types of animation that we're heading towards. Independent animation like you see Monkey Wrench. You see um uh Monster Lab, Me Canyon, you see Longbong Gulch, you see, um, you know, the obvious one like Hasman Hotel and Hellboy Boss. Those five series, unless you come Hellboy Boss or whatever, and still, those five independent series, or pilots, great segment to watch. Amazing, I loved it. I'm really hoping for more of that sort of stuff this comes, ways to come for independent animation. I see there's a positive light with that sort of stuff. If you have the crowdfunding YouTube, I don't know what the hell you're doing. Whoever's in charge, I know it's not Susan anymore. But you dude, bring back the creator fund. Bring back the creator fund. Come on. Come on. Bring it back. We have a lot more projects that seems look so amazing. Why you just get rid of the feature? That does not make any sense. Bring it back, please. You're not know, you gonna relate this enough, enough about like GoFundMe or Kickstarter. But still, I love seeing that sort of stuff. I love it. So those are my thoughts so far in the Owl House in the finale. Great, loved it, recommended, stolen good well quality strong strong female protagonist right there. amazing. And um, I mentioned this that uh, earlier before that I'm gonna do two interviews or two interviews, two reviews because tonight I'm gonna see the Mario movie yeah I know it's been a, like a few weeks since Mario movie came out but still I'm gonna see the Mario movie tonight and once I get out of the movie theaters I will possibly automatically go and record an episode of what my thoughts on the Mario movie so obviously there's gonna be a few spoilers so I'll do what I can not to like mention too much about it so just give my initial opinions on the movie so see tuned for more on that when it comes out so overall this is my review of the old house amazing good show I loved it and it's a good ending to something beginning it might be something a bit more beautiful so everyone this is animation nation Well, usually we go, usually give you guys notifications on on animation Nation 10 for more updates over there as well make sure you guys follow that follow or subscribe to our podcast for more stuff as well for for more stuff like this so far. Haven't done an interview. I'm mean, interview. <laughs> Haven't done a review such so as like this for quite a while. So I mean, this was the perfect time for me to just um to give my initial thoughts on the owl house and the finale because it is so good I had to do the had to do a review for it honestly. And I'm also gonna do a more movie review soon. So have a wonderful day and stay safe. Goodbye and I hopefully see you guys once I watch the more movie. So have fun.